Blog Talk Radio. Warning, you have entered the realm of the gods. So give us your mind and your full attention. So you say you deal with esoteric information? I never heard of such. Well, you're in for a treat. Blog Talk, Blog Talk, this is the Blog Talk. I lean hell bay dropping jewels every day. Blog Talk, Blog Talk, this is the Blog Talk. Metaphysical, we deal with the spiritual. Blog Talk, Blog Talk, this is the Blog Talk. I lean hell bay dropping jewels every day. Blog Talk, Blog Talk, this is the Blog Talk. Metaphysical, we deal with the spiritual. So you claim to be a god? Damn right I'm a god. The maker, the owner, cream of the planet Earth, father of civilization, god of the universe. Wow, I didn't know that. 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 So tune in or lose, friend. All strategies apply mathematically. The information he drop is real powerful. So get your notepad, it's more than an hour full. Watch your jaw, the crew with watch us talk. Indigenous to the land, wherever we stand. First world order, we bring it at home in the first quarter. Invisible lines don't apply, we cross borders. Silly rabbit, knowledge for gods. No matter where you resign, Mars, Temple of Mars. So don't fret or proceed with hesitation. Just tune in to Blog Talk to get the information. Peace. Peace, peace. Once again, we on the first for water, water, the first world order blog talk show tonight. I'm Fahim Rutanel filling in for Dr. Eileen L. Bay for the night. I'll be your host for the night, and our topic will be about nationality and birthright, and how and about the recent killings that's been going on for the last two weeks how a lot of that can be avoided. And I have a remedy for that and solutions for that. Now, I'm not saying that after I get to talk to you tonight about these solutions, everything's going to be hunky-dory. No, I think it's not going to be perfect. But a lot of it will, put a, uh, it will put a big chunk on a lot of these problems that we are having. As a people, start off with nationality and birthright and principles. First, I'm going to deal with the understanding of the birthright, nationality and birthright principles. How to understand your nationality and birthright and your papers. What do it all mean? What do nationality mean? What do Aboriginal and Indigenous mean? You know, the things that you have on your nationality papers and affidavits and writs and documents that you must file when you have certain papers uh, notarized. Then you go to the county recorder of records and deeds to have them put on file for the public record. And the reason why we need to do papers, you have, as I said it before in previous block talk shows, the reason why we got to do papers because papers was done on us when we were born, such as the birth certificate, and so on. So we have to do papers to undo a lot of that wrong that was done for us, I mean done to us, without our consent. 
because we didn't know at the time. And our parents didn't know either. They wasn't aware what was going on. They thought this is what they really normally had to do. Okay, let me start off with the nationality and birthright principles issues. I know a lot of you have heard this before, before, and before. And they're saying, you going to be talking about that again? Yeah, I'm talking about it again because a lot of people are not getting it. Most of our people are not getting it. Most of them are not. And though most of them are, that are not getting it, I hope they are listening to the show tonight. Okay? I'm reading out a book by Taj Tariq Bay called Boys and Mexicans. Let's start with this page here. It says, And so, with our divine given common senses and wit reasoning, we will examine the words Aboriginal and Indigenous for value. Then we will examine the word immigrant for its value. Thus, our minds can be clear, more rational, and balanced as we travel the road of reasoning in order that we may come to logical and amicable conclusions. Now, to resolve our apparent intersocial problems with a clear concept of an issue, the people are unable to understand what is what, who is who, and right from wrong in relation to the proper concepts surrounding the subject matter of immigrants in its proper light in Northwest Mexico, meaning North America reality will then reveal the status of and identify the persons who are illegal immigrants. Because we have to make it be understand that, you know, although we are not foreigners, uh, we are foreigners to the United States Corporation under the British Crown of England. We are foreigners to that corporation. But we are, uh, we are the first inhabitants and the natural people to this land of North America. Let me go on here. And the matter of those persons or, or government officials concerned with the alleged immigration status of indigenous Mexicans and other true Central and South Almoroccans, the resolution and answer to that American dilemma is very simple. The following standard affirmation of fact question questionnaire can be applied equally and fairly to any human being walking the face of the planet. These questions apply to the questionnaire, uh, questionnaires or inquisitors, as well as the one, uh, the ones being questioned. Apply the following questions to the person or persons of interest, and they themselves will indicate their true nation, identity, and country status. It will also expose those who are or have been misrepresenting themselves and who are actually colored or dishonest. In law, colored means a prima facie or apparent right, an apparent right or appearance as opposed to that which is real, actual, or true. Now I'm going to read this again. 
colored means a prima facie or apparent right or appearance as opposed to that which is real or actual or true. This questionnaire will substantially prove more comprehensive, truer, and more bona fide than most any current public documents now in use in this particular North American United States government. Apply the seven following pertinent questions and then rationally contemplate upon the result. You will be alarmed and amazed at how simple the truth can be known or what other facts become apparent and evident to the unassuming among us. Always question persons or agents who claim to have authority over yourself and your property. They should always be put in question. Naivety will will quickly becomes a memory. The burden of proof should always remain upon those who question someone else's status to produce written and documented proof of their own status. This is what I was talking to you about earlier about we must do paperwork. This is where the importance of the paperwork comes in at. That's what they that I create again. That's what they done paperwork on us when we were born. They send certain documents through the Bureau of Census, Department of Commerce, and the Federal Reserve System, and the Bureau of Vital Statistics, and the U and the, the U.S. Census Bureau. And today we are known, that's why today we are known as Negroes, Black, Colored, and nowadays African American, which is also a misnomer. You've got to remember, Africa and America are two continents of nationalities. Therefore, they cannot be counted as a nationality. Uh, Dr. Aline Bay said one time, sure, we are worldwide people, but for as pinpoint a nationality for yourself, it does not give you one. Because law deal with specifics, and you have to be specific when it comes to law on what you're talking about. For instance, you can say that uh, you are Moor, okay, or Moorish American. Moorish American is not a term I, I personally use. I may use it indiscriminately sometimes, but uh, you can say that you're Moor. Some Moors say they don't like uh, to be, uh, some Moors say they don't like them, them telling them that they belong to some tribal nation like the Akitiwa, the Nanape, Nanako, and so on. But when you say you are a Moroccan or an American national, or you are more of North American or whatever, America or whatever, you know, okay, you say you're Aboriginal indigenous to that land, okay, but what tribal nation are you Aboriginal indigenous to? Okay, you're Aboriginal indigenous Indigenous to America, okay. You are more, okay. What tribe? What, what what people? What people are you part of? 
of the land you live, of the land they live on. What are, are you part of that land they live on? Are you part of the Washita? Not in Washita, deed to the Mondia, Moor Empire Nation. Are you a member or are you a part of a tribe of the Shoshone, Yamasee, Cherokee, which is Ekitiwa? You cannot go to Australia, Africa, any of those continents. Yeah, they are all Moors, but you, what tribal nation of, of of that part of the land are you a part of? Are you connected to? Yes, Moor gives you a connection. It gives you a connection to the land. Yeah, but what tribe? Which one? This is what I'm talking about. I don't know. I don't have a uh, a uh, uh, a uh, <clears throat> a machine up where I can punt, where I can uh, crew people in. Like I say, one day I will have one. But I know there are some more that, that disagree with me, I'm sure. You know, but uh, uh, this is what some more have a problem with. Uh, you being part of a tribal nation, so therefore uh, they, uh, that's where your division comes in at. Not necessarily unless you let that happen. We could all form treaties that don't necessarily, it don't necessarily have to be a war between each tribe. It don't necessarily have to happen that way. But if you are a part of a tribal empire nation, then you cannot uh, deny that tribe you're part of. You just cannot disconnect yourself from that tribe. You are who you are. Like they say, it is what it is. I, myself, I am Washita. I am Choctaw Washita, to be exact. Choctaw and Washita are both one and the same. Can I disconnect myself from that? From that tribe, from that tribal nation? Okay, let me move on here. I have a questionnaire here. It says, the, the affirmation of fact questionnaire, the seven facts. What is your proper name, attribute, uh, cognomen? Okay, my proper name is Fahim Rutring El. Rutring El meaning God pleasantly moving upon the earth. Fahim means the intelligent one. Okay? That's what my name means. I know what my name means. Okay? I say it again. Fahim is my first name, meaning the intelligent the intelligent one. My middle and last name is Wilfering L, meaning God pleasantly moving upon the earth, which has a which has a uh, a uh, a power the power or you might say, may say, or to have the vibrations of a master builder. My middle and last name does. It has, to, it has the vibrations of a master builder. Some people say, well, Wilfling sounds kind of funny. 
Now that sounds, what kind of name is it? It's a name. It's a name. It's a God-given name to me. And it has, and it has uh, I'll say again, it has 22 vibrations of a master builder. It's the equivalent of an L and a bay. As far as my concern, I can take that to the bank. I need no more to say about that. Okay, number two. What is your nationality and your national name? My nationality is Moroccan. I am of the Washita United D uh, the Washita United D the Lamandia Moor Empire. My national name is Fahim Rotring L. Number three, what nation is connected to your nationality? Morocco, or you could say America, because Morocco and America is the same, one and the same. Some more think they're saying something different when they say they are Moroccan, or you could say American, A-M-U-R-U-K-A-N. Both of them have American, a more a Moroccan, American, the can at the end, uh, C A N at the end of uh, uh, end of those words, which means serpent prophecy, African American, Moroccan, American, the can, serpent prophecy, ain't that something? All it is is a play on words, sound shift of words, American and Moroccan. They're one and the same. You're not saying anything different when, when you say, I'm Moroccan or I'm Al-Moroccan. You're not saying anything different but the sound. That's the only difference. If I say, uh, I'm uh, uh, an artist, and a Mexican say he's an artista. We are both saying the same thing. It's just the difference in word sound. All right, let me move along here. Okay, number four. Describe your country. Describe your country's flag and national seal. Well, my flag is the cherry red with the green five-pointed star. Great seal, my seal is the great seal you see on the back of the dollar bill. But you've noticed that the cap of the dollar bill is away from the body of the pyramid, which means at that at at one time uh, we have lost our minds. So someone else got a hold of it. Someone else has control of it. But the correct seal is the cap that's connected to the great seal. Which means the consciousness is back. Our consciousness is back. Okay? That is the great seal of the Moorish nation empire. Number five. On what continent is your nation geographically located? North America. Or you can say North Morocco. 
North Amurica. Northwest of Mexico at one time before the Great Drift. Number six, are you indigenous to that land where you now reside? I am. Are you indigenous? Are you natural to that land? Indigenous. Are you the natural people of that land? I am. Okay, that's the, 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 the answer I have for number six. Number seven, are you an immigrant? No. I already explained to you I'm already natural to the land. I'm aboriginal indigenous to the land. I may be an immigrant to the United States Corporation, which I'm not, not a part of. Or are not immigrants anywhere. Because all over the world, we are the first inha- original inhabitants. We are the aboriginal indigenous peoples of the whole planet Earth. This is part of what, what you have to learn how to understand when you apply for your nationality and birthright. You have to learn and study that and learn how to understand that. Because I want to know, I want, I want a lot of you, I want every one of you to know what you are doing, what those words means on your affidavits. Okay? Says here, the above questions, if properly answered and without the intent to deceive, will accurately identify and geographically categorize a person or people and direct them toward their own vine and fig tree. All confusion about who is who relative to true immigrant status shall be resolved. A legitimate national card, no, a legitimate nationality card of identification can be issued by by true and rightful government people to distinguish nationals from aliens. The name, the nationality, the nation, country, and the continent upon their particular person's nation is located should not conflict with the nation's name and the truth of geography or earth location. Fair, fair, proper person, proper person names, and restore geography education, a reverse of demo-colonial reconstructed history, is a simple and elementary way to determine who is who and whether or not the person or persons in question are immigrants to the land which may be in question or whether they are indigenous. There is nothing complicated about that. The indigenous are home and belong to the land on the land, and the land belongs to them. The immigrant is a visitor or an invader according to motive of their presence, is not at home and does not belong to the land or on the land. The land does not belong to them. You know who I'm talking about. Those of you that study history and study our history should know what I'm talking about. We are talking about the Europeans that uh, resides here in this country that call themselves Americans. But I'm here to tell you they are title Americans. Like a lot of them want to call themselves sovereigns. They are title sovereigns. 
And the reason why I'm telling you this is because they are not aboriginal indigenous to this land. And there's nothing biased against so-called white people. Nothing biased against them at all. They're just fact-talking. Okay? Okay, has here, as an example, review the following. A, a natural person who is Russian is not American before Russia is not either of the two American continents, North, Central, South, nor the adjoining islands. B, a natural person who is Brazilian is an American and cannot be a European because Brazil is not a part of Europe. Read this again. B, a natural person who is Brazilian is an American and cannot be a European because Brazil is not a part of Europe. Letter C, a natural person who is Alaskan is an American. I'm going to say it again. A natural person. And you know, they always use the word natural. For A, B, and C, a natural person, because you must be, you are a natural person. Whenever you read on documents, certain documents, you have to learn how to distinguish between the natural person and person. Because a lot of times they will use person as a corporate fiction or a corporation. They will say that you are a corporation. Person itself, yeah, that can be considered a corporation. But a natural person cannot. A natural flesh and blood being cannot. That's what they say. You must be in your natural person. Appropriate persona for juries, meaning in one's proper person, in one's own right. Appropriate persona means. In proper in your proper person, so Jewish means in one's own right. Hope y'all got that. All right, I'm gonna move along here. <clears throat> I'm gonna start over again. Let us see. A natural person who is Alaskan is an American. Talking about a natural person of Alaska, okay? North, but is not Haitian. South America yet both are Americans. Because you both talking about the natural person of Haiti, the natural person of South America, the natural person of Alaska, the natural person. This is on the American continent, North and South American continent, and Central American continent as well, and the adjoining islands. The natural people of these lands. Okay? Let me move on to letter D. A natural person who is French cannot be Mexican and therefore cannot be American. France is of Europe and Mexico is of America. A Frenchman is an alien in America and a Mexican is an alien in France. This national and international truth and principle applies universally. Okay? Now move on to letter E. A natural person a natural person is 
a natural person who is Cuban is an American and cannot be an Englishman who is European. The one Cuban is American and the other Englishman is European. Two different continents, two different people. The Cuban is indigenous to America. The the Englishman is not. So you see why I say that Europeans that say they're Americans are not actually Americans? I can be born in Russia, but that would not make me a Russian. I'll still be a Moroccan or American. And and of the United Washita deed of the Mondia Moor Nation Empire. Okay, let's move along here. Now, isn't the true nationality identity of a nation of a natural person discernible and not complicated at all? I should say not. It is easy to find out who is legitimate in law and who is perpetrating a color or fraud. Thus, nationality and status conjoined with legitimate claims to authority and jurisdiction are easy to reason and to analyze, tell the truth. And there is no problem. Support the lie and intrusion and bridgement. Social problems will continue to abound. I bet you your last bottom dollar on it. It will. The next logical step in reasoning, which is addresses the illegal immigrant problem, is an analysis of world history and etymology to remove the fictitious names. Etymology deals with the history and the origin and the true meaning of words. That's what etymology means. Okay? Because the vast, well, we said uh, when we were, well, all of us really, when we were going to school, they, uh, <clears throat> we were never taught etymology. We were never taught that. Okay? That's what our etymology should be, or etymology dictionary should be in every uh, one's library. Because a word does not change. Ancient or not, even if it's not used today or not, it still doesn't change. It means today. Okay, let me move along here. Okay. Okay, so to remove the fictitious names, slave brands, artificially put upon the lands and the natural peoples, which were invented by Demo-European inquisitors and slaveholders. These prima facie tags and brands have given fraud support to alien intruder, birth rights, theft practices, and usurpation conquests. Truth is waiting for all the sincere among humanity to proclaim Truth is waiting for any sincere or interested national person to observe. <clears throat> Thus, in addressing the issues of aliens, immigrants, as someone or some people are complaining about an intrusion into their nation country, 
land, home, and they have a political and moral right to ask the immigrants, aliens, or non-indigenous person or persons to submit to or to permit of corporate activities or go, or go back to their own country, land, or home. With such legal status, complaints are lodged or forwarded for public act scrutiny or review. Identify the complaint. The complainant. It is the complainant indigenous to the land upon which they are making their claim. Oh, this is a question. I'm sorry. It says here, is the complainant indigenous to the land upon which they are making their claim or the complainants from another country? I'm going to let y'all figure that out. Okay? The legitimate national who suffers the intrusion of another, not indigenous to the land, also has the right to tax, to regulate, or to legislate the required conditions for any said immigrant to stay on or on or in the land country. Isn't that logical and reasonable? In ancient and modern jurisprudence, lex means law. Keep the law principles in mind. <clears throat> says here in the Moorish Latin, lex semper debi remedium means the law will always give a remedy. Okay, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a spell this. L e x s e m p e r d b d a b i t remedium d i u m. Remedium means remedy. Lex semper the beat. Remedium means the law will always give a remedy. Another paragraph here says lex semper. Attendee, go, govani, rationi means the law always intends what is agreeable to reason. Another one says here, lex securi, ignoranti means the law assists the ignorant. I'm going to say this again. Lex securi, ignoranti means the law insists the ignorant. Although they say ignorance of the law is no excuse. But it says here the law insists the ignorant also. Okay? After all is said and done, consider this. The families of nations on the earth, planet, have recognized and specified identities and identity established a person's status in society. These logistical truths are coupled with their capacity to exercise the maxims of civil liberties and to enjoy the rights and immunities afforded them and secured for them under supreme constitutional protections and reservations of those inalienable rights. One can see and hear the, the many people and politicians lodging complaints about these immigrant laws and legal matters throughout the communications arena. Why aren't these complainants held to the same standard? And what they're talking about, the complainants, talking about these uh, Europeans that call themselves Americans. Why not? Because it's generally believed that they are Americans. A lot of them do believe themselves to be Americans. 
but a lot of them have been so engineeredly dumbed down in the school system they were in kindergarten. They were engineered to think that way. Socially, mentally engineered to think that way. Dumbed down. Right, okay now. Nations through the delegated representative officials or otherwise through described and limited authority to make laws to govern and to secure the unalienable rights of the people. People of their particular nation to which the natural person single or multiplied same units belonging to relative to but the, the body politic. The body politic is a united group which specifically identified and organized for government. That's what they mean by the body politic. When you hear these words mentioned, or that word, or those three words mentioned, okay? Let's say it again. The body politic is a united group specifically identified and organized by government. Such a political body constitutes a nation, country, or state. Thus, the laws, persons, culture, geographical locations, etc., of the designated nation, country, or people must be and always is specific. Now, I'm going to talk to you about something else, too. Uh, you say uh, you hear a lot of uh, our people saying that they are black nationalists. But I'm here to say you there's no such thing as a black nationalist. No such thing as a black nationality, a black nationhood. They don't exist. Nowhere in in the nations, nowhere in the law of nations does this exist. No such nation exists. No such people exist. No such nationhood exists. Those of you who know that black is an adjective, which gives a description of a person or thing. You, we are nouns, not adjectives. Natural people or the natural person is a noun. Okay? The artificial person is an adjective. An adjective is an artificial person. A black person, that is an artificial person, a corporation. Need to understand this. These are things you need. We need to understand, and we need to study our nationality and birthright principles thoroughly. Study them. Study, study, study yourself and the nationality that pertains to yourself before you move on to anything else. Your nationality and your birthright principles papers must be thoroughly understood. Let me move along here. 
process here, the above required information gathered from questionnaire can be intelligently used as an authentic foundation to construct any legitimate nationality card of identification, particularly since so much ridicule is being made of who belongs in or to what nation or country. Therefore, geographical locations information is a determinate factor. It is not hard for any authority, delegated political body, or body to really solve the alleged immigration problems of North America. If the distinct, if a distinguished, this uh, disingenuous politicians and counterfeit Americans really wanted to counterfeit Americans talking about Europeans, so-called white people. That's what I'm talking about. So-called white people are so-called white folk, but they are not white people. White be white is a status, like black is. White means God, ruler of the land. That's why the European chose that title. So you can honor him and worship him as a god and ruler of the land. He has the slave master status. You have the slave status. Okay. Let me move along here. These same people would first start with proving who they really are for the public record. Listen again. These same people would first start with proving who they are for the public record, the county recorder of records and deeds and vital statistics. Okay? This is what they're talking about. Any legitimate and unencumbered host nation can lawfully issue nationality cards of identification or regulated visas upon the verified questions above listed. The true indigenous nation of note can then issue qualified and other true identification documents accordingly before the borders of any nation can be regulated. It's unencumbered. Authenticity must be universally confirmed by fact, reason, and true geography and sociology in order to obtain and declare their identity and thus the, the true status of anyone. There must be documentation which indicates true pedigree, name, nationality, continent, and matching and verifiable connection to the nation's constitution, national seal, and, and to the national standard flag of that particular nation, people, or country. That's the importance of papers, why you have to file papers, nationality papers, affidavits, writs. You have to file papers of what I just read to you just now. You have to have papers that saying that, that this is who you say that say you are. Those who you are not nationalized those who are not nationalized 
They got it in the United States Census Bureau. The counter recorder, I mean, the quarter records in these and vital statistics that you are a Negro, black, colored, or African American, which you're neither one of these I've just spoken of. You're neither one. In order to ratify that, in order to clear that up, you need to do papers. Again, have they done papers on you when you were born? To clarify that, to clean that up, to straighten that out, that this is who you are and not what they said what you are when you were born on on, on your birth certificates and other papers that were done on you. Saying that you are a corporate fiction. You are under color of law. This is what you have to do to get up out of up under under that nonsense. <coughs> says in order to obtain and declare the identity and thus the true status of anyone, there must be documentation which indicates true pedigree, name, nationality, continent, and a matching and verifiable connection to the national constitution, national seal, and to the national standard flag of that particular nation, people, or country. At that juncture, read and rational, rational, free, just, fair, and, I mean, no, let me say this again. At that juncture, real, rational, free, just, fair and real sovereign politics can be right, rightly applied. Until the truth about name, heritage, nationality, and identity is seriously addressed with unsoiled and uncolored accompanying documentation, there will, there will be immigration, confusion, artificial economic imbalance, unsettling social, political disorder, and fraud. And that is true. Okay, let me go on to Aboriginal Indigenous. Okay, because these words will be put on your nationality. You will see these words on your nationality papers and affidavits. You will see these words, and you need to understand them. You need to understand what's on those nationality papers. And when you get your nationality papers, when you get nationalized, take time to take your papers out and read them and study them. Slowly and carefully, study them. And find out what those words mean. You know what the words mean? Get you a Black Law Dictionary, if you can, a third, fourth edition. Get you a fifth, sixth, seventh edition as well but the third and fourth are the real monsters to these Albions. Albions. Yeah. Those are the ones you really want. You'll find a lot of, most of them probably be $100, dollars $300 because they, the, they know the value of them now. Or you get on YouTube or you get on the Internet and study them from there. Because they're on the Internet. Okay? Now I'm going to Aboriginal Indigenous. Aboriginal 
is derived from the old Moorish Latin word aborigine, which means the first. In the uh, Chambers Etymology Dictionary, it means the very first. So meaning the very first original people. You hear people say, I don't say aboriginal. I say original. I'm original man. I'm the original black man. Okay, well, there's no such man. Because the original man wasn't black. The original man wasn't an adjective. The original man is a noun. But this aboriginal is the very first, meaning the first and earliest known natural peoples and pertaining to their culture, related to their possessions, their customs, and their lands. Aboriginal is an adjective which qualifies, marks, and differentiates characteristics, which, let me say it again so you won't get confused, Aboriginal is an adjective which qualifies, marked, and differentiated characteristics, which, okay, let's turn this page here. Because there's a description, okay? Confirm and connection to and notes possession of the first natural people. Okay? Aboriginal is a distinct from and confounded which immigrant and distinguished from European colonists. Indigenous. Indigenous is from the old Moorish Latin word indigenous, which means born or produced naturally in a land or region and be natural, law and heritage, rightfully associated with and bound to the soil. Thus the ancient jurisprudence term natural person. Okay? And the reason I say it, the adjective for aboriginal adjective, okay, this gives you a description. Okay? It's an adjective supporting a noun. Okay, immigrants, peregrinus, the word immigrant is derived from the old Moorish Latin word immigratum, which means one who is not a nat- native or that which immigrates, and more specifically referenced to a person or a people who migrates from another place, country, or land to another land, place, or country as a settler. A settler is one who comes to or immigrates to another land with the purpose and intent to establish a colony in a land or place not of their own in origin. A settler is an immigrant of an immigrant is a settler. They are synonymous. Thus, the old Moorish Latin term wandering or born traveler was applied to the immigrating Albion meaning European colonists, or what they call, what a lot of people call white people. So-called white people. Peregrine, or peregrinum, or peregrinus, means wandering, foreign traveler, or translates in history as pilgrim and pilgrims. Okay? Say this again. 
Peregrine, Peregrinum Peregrinus means wandering, foreign traveler, translates in history as pilgrim and pilgrims. That's what a pilgrim is. Okay? The migratory movements of a people who colonize someone else's land does not and cannot change their descent nature. They are still who their forefathers were, Europeans. There is no shame in that. However, they are also cannot impose upon or dismiss the nationality of others and politically, socially, and economically still the natural people's birthrights by trading places, altering history and records, and who, by color, misrepresent themselves as our Moroccans or Americans. And that's what happened to us. That's what happened to our people. Because most of us was already here. You, you had some, you had a few that came from Africa on slave ships. But by large, about 80 to 85% of us was already here on this land for hundreds of thousands of years, even millions, believe it or not. Because there are a lot of archaeological evidence that supports that claim. It's recorded. It's been recorded. You can read the book. Go get the book, uh, When Rocks Cry Out. Or you can go read, get the book, The Hidden History of the Human Race by Michael A. Cremo and Richard L. Thompson. The Hidden History of the Human Race. You can go uh, read the book, uh, get the book, uh, History of the Omex which is the Washita Nation Empire uh, descended of by David Hatcher Childress. David Hatcher Childress is the author The History of the Omex. Get those books for starters. Get uh, The First World Order by uh, Dr. Asura Aline Nutapak El Bay. Yeah. Okay. Well, let me move along here. It says here, free white people. If there is going to be peace and prosperity in any civilized country, the government of that particular country or nation must not deny the people their right to a name and a nationality and must not suppress pro- proper pristine education. The people and citizens must be taught the distinctions and relationships between identity and status. I'm reading this all to you so you will understand what nationality and birthright means. Okay, it says identity is the fact that a subject, a person, a thing, or an idea presented before a court or being society is the same as it is represented or claimed to be and is able to be authenticated. Status literally means standing, the state or condition, the social position, and the legal relations of the individual to the rest of the community. Status relates to the rights, the duties, 
the capacities and the incapacities, which determines the rank of a person or persons to a given class. It is a legal personal relationship with which is not temporary in its nature, not terminable at the mere will of the parties of interest, or with which third persons and the state are concerned. Civilism mortus is a legal term. Okay, I'm say it again. Civil litter mortus is a legal status and law term, which means dead in the eyes of the law. It is the social and political condition of one who has lost his civil liberties, civil liberties and capacities, and is summarily accounted as dead in law. The civil litter mortus status is heavily enforced and is often deceitfully veiled by U.S. demo politicians and their assigned and compromised community leaders as civil rights arguments and as racism. Civil rights is not a right. Civil rights is a privilege. It falls under the 14th Amendment and never was, which is the 14th Amendment was never properly ratified. Albeit tell you in some constitutional books that it has been ratified, but it has not. When it was first voted upon, only three, three states, two or three states, voted for that for the civil rights. The rest of the 15 states did not. And the race of the states that came after it to join the United States of America never voted upon it at all. So how was the 13, 14, 15 amendments ever ratified? There wasn't. Anything after the Tenth Amendment of the Constitution is void. Any amendment after the Tenth Amendment of the Constitution is a fraud. Why? Because you have to have a constitutional convention for Congress and the Senate to be held to vote on those amendments. A constitutional convention has not been held since 1791. All right, let me move along here. In full life is the social and legal status of a person or people politically continuing in both physical and civil existence. There is neither actual dead nor civil or mortuous. And full life is the opposite of civil death or civil or mortuous. When you're dead in view of the law, you're dead. When you have names in all, your name in all capital letters, that means that you're dead. You don't believe me? Go to any cemetery and check it out. On the headstones, you will find out that all the names on those headstones in any cemetery, are, the names are in all capital letters. Check them out. Check it out. All right, move along here. In the United States of America is a government or a corporation, and the people who are part of it 
are no different than others in their obligations and responsibilities to keep the people abreast of. Okay. Keep the people abreast of their rights and their civic duties to themselves and to society. They must remain absent of a color of law, a color of authority, and shun a distortion of identity, of status, and command constitutional enforcement. They are bound by and to the supreme law, just as others are. Unfortunately, the North American continent suffers from a massive number of politically handicapped natural people who have and do endure such negative miseducation practices as to be socially relegated to property and to banal legal abuses. Any natural person who has been passed or been passed or present denied or limited in basic civil knowledge and responsibilities should be made aware of the truth about the legal implications involving diversity and status in society. Because when you call yourself black, when you call yourself not uh, uh, African-American or people of color, which is the term they use normally today, I would say Negro colored you know, and so on, but Negro and color is not, not, not hardly used times. It's mostly people of color or, or African-American or black. Black American. Black lives matter. No, black lives does not matter. That's why the police keeps getting away with a lot of these atrocities that they be getting away with on our people. Murdering, gun down on YouTube for the whole world to see and still get away with it. Why? Because international law, national law, international law cannot come to their aid. They still call themselves black people. They still themselves black Lies matter. Black on black crime. Power of the black woman. The black woman doesn't have any power because there is no such woman in any part of the human family. The black man, no such man exists within the human family. No such men called black men, so-called black men, which is a legal status. But then you fall into the civilism or tooth category. You fall into the color of law, artificial person, and so on, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. That's where you're going to fall up under. You keep calling yourself black, North Ameri- I mean African-American, and so on. That is not an identity. It's a description. It's descriptive. Tells what we look like, but that's not our identity. Okay, 
says here, free white people is a culture and status law. Let me say it again here. Free, free now, free white people is a culture and status law, term used in ancient and modern jurisprudence. We are aware of it being used in reference to the immigrating Europeans due to the albino complexion of their skin, but that does not hold as a legitimate identity. When they speak of free white people, they're not talking about their skin complexion. Talking about that's not what they're talking about. Um, I'm going to read, read more and explain further what I'm talking about, okay? Okay. <clears throat> the connotative white designated, designated as applied to Europeans and to their descendants and was due to the absence of melanin and is only a political cultural fad which was not initiated at Philadelphia, Pennsylvania by way of the Knights of Columbus and the Ku Klux Klan Oath during the years of 1854 to 1863. The white people's social and legal status phrase had no like social application to the European immigrants prior to that time in history and cannot be rightfully, truthfully, nor correctly made to be applied retroactively in the chronicles of the Northwest Territories of the planet. And what, is, what, what they're saying is white people was never their identity, which is not an identity. It is a status. Like black is a status. It's a legal status. The aboriginal indigenous are statuses. That's the status of our people. We are the true and first inhabitants of the land, of the earth. That's our status. The white status is God, ruler of the land. That's why the Albion, uh, so-called white people, chose that term or that or that title. That's why they chose it. And I want you to get a clear understanding of what I'm talking about here, Okay. Okay, the same retroactive argument can be made in relationship to the contemporary black and Negro man of straw, brands coined by European Dutch slave masters around 1779 and with deviance coercively applied to subjugated indigenous Moors for surety bonding purposes and for legal shadow manipulations for corporate state property economics. The following is an excerpt from Henry Campbell's Black's Law Dictionary of Ancient and Modern Jurisprudence, 4th edition, West Publishing Company. All lawyers, scholars, professors, judges, and industrialists are well aware of this information. So why is it absent from the schools? Good question. Very, very, very good question. Okay. <clears throat> Let's break it down to you right here. Three white persons referred in Naturalization Act as amended by Act July 14, 1879, 
has meaning naturally given to it when first used in Statute 103, Case 3, meaning all persons belonging to the European races, meaning all persons belonging to the European races then commonly counted as white and their descendants, including such descendants and other countries to which they have immigrated. Okay, here it goes. Parentheses. Free white persons. Free white persons. It includes all European Jews, more or less, intermixed with Celtic Moors. Celtics or Moors. Uh, in case some of you didn't know that. All right. Scandinavian, Teutonic, Iberian Moors, Iberian, Latin, Greek, and Slavic descent. It includes Magyars, Laps, Finn, and Basque, Albanians. It includes the mixed Latin Celtic Moors again, Iberian Moors again, and Moorish inhabitants of Spain and Portugal. The mixed Greek, Latin, Phoenician Moors, and North African inhabitants of Sicily, Moors, and mixed Slav and Tartar inhabitants of South Russia, Moors again. It, free white persons, it, free white persons, does not mean Caucasian race. Say it again. It, free white persons, does not mean Caucasian race, Aryan race, or Indo-European races nor the mixed Indo-Europeans, Dravidian, Semitic, and Mongolian people who inhabited Persia. Assyrian of Asiatic birth and descent will not be entitled to become a naturalized citizen of the United States as being a free white person. So that's an ex parte Shahid, okay, 205 and 812. This is in the Black Law Dictionary, 4th edition. If you ever find one or look up on find one in a used bookstore, I advise you to get one. Another case is United States versus Carter Case filed 219. There are numerous of cases up here. I've been bought at one, okay? And so we can see and observe that in law, white person does not constitute the real or true identity of any person or people, but in fact, but is in fact, and in law, a legal status, a phrase which applies to many different nations, nationalities, and persons, regardless of skin, complexion, teachers, sociologists, employed in U.S. DEMO schools and in other DEMO institutions which dominate North American society are very careful not to allow these facts to to make any appearances into the literature or curriculum of students under their tutelage. Therefore, what has been faked and alleged as identity, color, or identity? Complexion has little or nothing to do with true national identity nor the true or rightful status of any person or people attached to the human family. Thus, the alleged color of a person or people 
does not apply, address diversity. Only nationality and identity does. Any controversy or legal status issues involving immigrants thus automatically presents the legal issue of diversity and by due process of law necessitates the clarification the clarification of status, venue, jurisdiction, and above all, true nationality, national identity. Okay. You must know all these things about your nationality and birthright status, okay? You must know these things before you move on to anything else. You may hear some people uh, talk about the authentication of the birth certificates. You know, uh, yes, that is those, uh, what you can say, the icings on the cake of your nationality and birthright status. Because you must lay claim on that birthright, I mean, on that birth certificate. So a lot of people and bankers all over the world can't dip and dab and take millions and millions and millions of dollars out of your birth certificate, which is a trust fund. Because they set up a trust fund for you when we all were born. You have also the Social Security Trust Fund, all that's connected. Therefore, you must have your birth certificate authenticated so you can lay claim on it. You can put a lien on that birth certificate, keeping other people from using your birth certificate. So you can start using your birth certificate, instead of other people, banks, international bankers, and the like. This is what's going on. But first, you must really understand and have your nationality and birthright principles intact and very well understood. The birth certificates, uh, you know, and like I said, it was a bond set against you. Uh, it's a warehouse receipt. A shipment of manifest, as they say in Aberty Maritime Law. So this is what's going on. The birth certificates, it's a must if you want to really learn how to operate in commerce and law. Before you start doing your UCCs or any UCC1 filing or any other UCC filings or the non-UCCs, the nationality must be well understood Like Noble Drew Ali stated one time, if you don't do anything else, if you don't do anything else, get nationalized.
That is the foremost, most important thing that must be done. You have a lot of people that don't want to get nationalized. They want to use the UCCs, you know, but that's not the way out. That's not the way you want to do that. That's not really the remedy. So you must have a free national name, or what they call a free appellation. Is your free national name, a free national status. And again, uh, I'm not talking against Moors who not, don't want to connect themselves with any tribal nation in any country or continent. I'm not talking against them at all. But all I'm saying is that you cannot go to Australia. You go to Australia continent, and you ask a Moor what tribal nation he belonged to, and he will tell you with a gladly and a happy reply. Oh, I belong to such 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 a tribe, you know. That's part of his nationality. <laughs> Somebody come over to the American continent and ask me, well, uh, what, what what tribe I am? No, what, what is my tribe? I tell them uh, the United Washita. I'm Washita. I'm a Washita Moor. Because believe it or not, that is part of my nationality, birthright inheritance. There is me more of a deeper connection. But saying you are more and you are Aboriginal Indigenous to this land, okay. But Aboriginal Indigenous to what people that know that's on on a certain part of this land. You know, that gives you more connection. That's all I'm saying. You know, like I know that some more said disagree with me. You know, I know they are. Like I said, I had a keyboard. I know I had more be keying in on me and, uh, you know, trying to say that I'm wrong, you know, or this and that, you know, but I'm not worried about that. But you must have all that intact before you start doing your UCCs and non-UCCs. But now when you do your UCCs and your non-UCCs and, and your uh <clears throat> Had do your uh, authentication of the birth certificates and, and sisters, you do your executrix letters or brothers, you want to do your executive letters and things like that. Now you can do them with a nationality. You have a nationality now. To fall back on. all I'm saying here. Now I'm going to uh, the, the paragraph says geography. Okay, geography meaning, geography means earth description. It is the science and describes the earth. 
and it's the measurement of the earth as well, if I may add. So dealing with matters of form, of its physical features, of its climates, its productions, and of its natural and political divisions. Nations and nationality is that political and social consenuant subcategory of social and political matters relative to geography and sociology. In today's arena of, the, of world politics, the words and phrases such as illegal immigrants and illegal aliens who have been arrogantly, ignorantly, and loosely thrown about with very little challenge as to their authenticity, validity, integrity, and or truth. And since so many people have recently shown serious sensitive concern for and over the materiality of illegal immigrants and illegal aliens. It is only fair and responsible for any caring natural person or legitimate government body to examine those unclear or perplexing status issues by international standards. This should effectuate peace and prosperity for all. It is therefore indispensably indispensably important and that we all look at and dis- dissect the status circumstances which brought about the immigration problem. Then we can better resolve the artificial, artificially created confusion, misinformation, hate-mongering, propagation, and demo-imposed, culpable economic and political abuses. And you have the word geopolitics. Geopolitics, to be more specific, in our examination of the alleged immigration problems of North America, we examine geography and will and will, and will now expand our analysis toward geopolitics. Geopolitics is the systematic and organized study of internal and continental geographical features relative to the physical, the economic, and the anthropographic and topographic. This embodies the essential factors in shaping the government policies of a country or a nation, especially dealing with foreign policy matters for achieving national security and distinguished by viewing the state as an organism and requirements for growth, form, political geography, which treats static conditions. Anthropology is that science which means or which treats of the human race and the human organism and of the characteristics, the distribution, the origin, and the classification and relationships of the race. Sociology is that science or study study which treats of the origin, the history, and the constitution of human society and is generally referred to as social science. Science is the state or fact of knowing, and is knowing or cognizance of something specified, learned, or implied. Therefore, we have the social and political tools available to us, which affords all true, honest, and reasonable persons to understand the strongly help positions and issues involving the current social and political attacks which are being heaped upon and directed toward Mexicans and other Al-Moroccan American nationals 
from the varied American states in the northwestern and southwestern hemisphere of the planet. These social and political attacks are emanating mostly and most often from Europeans and their descendants, deciding in and at North America. It is also patently interesting to note that there are many eager participants in such self-righteous bantering, yet not many others would, or who would openly speak honestly about the controversies surrounding such and unsubstantiated political phrases. This particularly applies to the North American continent and the descendants of the European colonists and their false claims made against indigenous Al-Moroccan Americans' false and colored social and political law and history, coupled with the imposed miseducation more often than not is strongly involved with illegal alien and illegal immigrant statements. Since there is so much propagated concern now hoisted upon the world about these phrases, we Moabites, Moors, being Aboriginal and Indigenous peoples of the land, Almarok, America, will address the alien and immigration issue and do hereby bring substantive, substantive challenge to measure these misplaced social, political words and phrases on their true merit. See, we almost under, we almost need to understand also the word colony or colonist. Here's questions here. What is a colony? And what and who is a colonist? What is colonialism? What does the American borders where do the American borders begin? Where do they end? Is America two continents or a single country? All of these pertinent political and geographical questions must be honestly answered if one is to get to the bottom of the illegal alien and illegal immigrant problems. We address the sciences of geography and sociology in the first paragraphs of this writing in order to set the record straight for all reasoning and inquiring minds. So now, let us examine the above posed question in order to realize truth in its most elementary and basic form evidence. Evidence is that qualify or species of proof or probative matter legally presented at the trial of an issue. In other words, let's put these claims and questions to the test. Evidence may include maps, documents, exhibits, records, concrete objects, etc. So now let us sit down and reason together, applying and reviewing, for the most part, the elementary school level of evidence. We will address fundamental geography as well as expose some suppressed ancient history. The colonists from Europe and their descendants have consistently claimed geographical and political positions which cannot and do not harmonize with reality. We have evidence from Inquisition history 
that massive book burnings and culture destruction was and is the dedicated practice of those Europeans who, by way of force of arms and by distortions of history, conquered the Western Hemisphere. This was one of the major political and social tools used to subdue the Americas, both land and natural peoples. And so, a legitimate position or opinion involving these matters should stand the test of math, the geogra- of, geogra- of geography, of pedigree, of identity, of history, of truth, and of essential scrutiny. Now, let us proceed with respect for civilization by reason and examination. Colony. A colony is a group of immigrants, immigrants and or their descendants who occupy or settle in a distant land, not their own, but but remain subjects or subject to or intimately connected to their parent country and with the social and political interests of their parent country. Colonialism generally relates to those political activities and policies which are designed by an occupying people or nation to subdue and to maintain control and power over foreign lands, people, and dependencies. That is the true and little spoken of political status of North America. And the indigenous people of the Americas, since colonization of by Europeans, being slavers, inquisitionists, and colonists, those who are ignorant as to the or to what colonialism really is, will often end in accord with colonial imposed miseducation, miscall, and misidentify such suppressive colonial policies and eerily refer to such crude policies as racism. And this is what happened. Okay, move along. Unfortunately, many natural peoples held under the political control of the European colonists operating in North America have not reasoned the difference. This is due to institutionalized socialization, negative status, training, and miseducation. Colonialism, socialization is usually as a component part a political college, a college of art of artful and systematic oppression, terminating into the economic raping of the natural people, the extorting of their labors, the theft of their properties, and the exploitation of their resources. So these are other things that have been going on. We need to study history. The Barbary Wars. When they speak of Barbary Wars, they're talking about us. The first Barbary War was 1801 to 1805. That's where you hear uh, the Marine Corps song from the halls of Montezuma to the shores of Tripoli. That's where the song comes from. The defeat of the Moors. And the second Barbary War was in 1812 to 1815. When you hear about certain movies, Barbary Pirates, you see them as dark European pirates of some kind of 
uh, uh, sea mafia, robbing and stealing ships. You know, no, that wasn't the, that was that wasn't no, no pirates. That was those were Moors. Because the Europeans were paying annual tribute to the Moors as they were traveling from Europe across the Atlantic. Because the Moors controlled the shores of the Americas. The Europeans had to pay tribute to the Moors so they uh, can go back and forth across the Atlantic without being molested. And sometimes when the Europeans paid the tribute to the Moors, the Moors would seize their ships anyway. And as they seized their ships, they seized their slaves. The hundreds of thousands of European or so-called white slave families from all over Europe, Ireland, the British Isles, France, Germany, Russia, where all these uh, so-called white people over the so-called white slavery, although the word slave, actually the word slave is really related to Europeans, people, or so-called white people. The, the, the correct term must be a slob. Okay? It's really, it's really referring to them. The word or the term slave. Okay, it says here, the, the, the Mexican-American War. There was a war fought from the years 1846 to 1848 between the European and dominated United States of North America and the United States Republic of Mexico. The United States Republic of Mexico. Why are they saying that? Because which United States are you talking about? The United States of Canada? The United States of North America, the United States Republic of Mexico, the United States Republic of Brazil, the United States Republic of Argentina, the United States Republic of of uh, Colombia, the United States American Republic of uh, you know Panama. Which one are you talking about? Because the law deals with specifics. Because the United States is a whole umbrella of the North, Central, and South America and the adjoining islands. Makes up the United States. Those of you that want to apply for your nationality or have nationality and birthright in place, principles in place, uh, don't know that, well, there are some of you that do know it already. Probably know it as well as I do, or better than I do. But I'm I'm telling this for the people that don't know. The United States is an umbrella. I'm saying this so you can get to understand what I'm reading to you tonight, so you can understand why they're saying this. Okay. Okay, I'm gonna read this over again. There was a war fought from the years 1846 to 1848 between the European-dominated United States of North America and the United States Republic of Mexico at Northwest of Mexico. 
That war has been deceptively called by European historians. I'll say it again. That war has been deceptively called by European historians the Mexican-American War. The naming of that bloody war and was and is a distortion, a cover-up of divert, a diversion, and a misnomer. The war fought between Europeans and occupying the upper left of North America and the indigenous Moab, Mexicans of the southern part of the North America, involved indigenous Mexican resistance to colonial expansionism, which was initiated by the greedy European inquisitionists and colonizers under the guise of being legitimate North American sovereigns. Which they are which they are not. They were not and they're not sovereigns now. And never will be sovereign, never can be sovereign, because they're not Aboriginal indigenous to this land. Of any of the North, Central, South Americas or the of the adjoining islands. They're not indigenous or Aboriginal indigenous to any of these lands. So therefore they cannot be Americans. The Demos wanted to still possess and control American lands beyond that which they had already stolen and wanted to annex land belonging to the United States Republic of Mexico or Mexico. Mexico, be cognizant of the reality and truth that Aboriginal and Indigenous Americans are the dark olive copper complexion, natural peoples of the land. Mexicans are Americans. The Europeans, peregrinos, meaning pilgrims. I already told you what pilgrim means earlier in the lecture, okay? The European peregrinos are not Americans. The misnamed Mexican-American war falsely implies that Americans were fighting Americans. That is not true. Now, wouldn't it be, wouldn't that be more properly called a civil war if both parties were really Americans? But both parties were not. The other party was Europeans titled themselves as being Americans. They're carrying the title. If you look in the, uh, the Noah's Webster's Dictionary of 1828, it will tell you that. The Norwester Dishes, the American Dictionary of the American uh, of, of the English Dictionary of eight eight and eighteen thirty six. I mean, nineteen thirty six, and you got one of the eighteen twenty eight. I have the eighteen twenty eight Norwester Dictionary. It's a green book. You can still find it on get it online on the internet. And I believe it's supposed to be. $55, I believe. Check it out. Okay, now, do not confuse the mistaught sociology and geography and thus lose consciousness of the true identities of the alien aggressors versus the legitimate indigenous who is authentically of the land and who is not of the land, 
who is the ancient to the land, and who is the impostor upon, upon the land? The answer is clear, distinct, provable, and undeniable. Colonists and their descendants are not authentic, nor indigenous to the land, in light of all the foul political bantering who are the real illegal aliens, illegal immigrants, and American pretenders. It certainly cannot be the indigenous Mexicans. They are home and bound to the Al-Moroccan American continent by heritage and birthright. How can Mexicans possibly be fairly branded as aliens or tagged as illegal immigrants? Such evil is the height of vanity, malfeasance, counterfeit, counterfeit history, and of twisted sociology. But you hear them talking about putting up a fence at the border, keeping them from entering their own indigenous land by calling them immigrants, by calling them aliens, which is the so-called white people are the aliens. They are the immigrants. And like I say it again, and I say it again, and I say it again, this is not, I'm not being biased against them, anything like that. I'm being biased on, 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 I'm being biased against what they are doing and what they have done over hundreds of years to the Aboriginal Indigenous people, the crimes they committed against the Aboriginal Indigenous people. That's what I'm being biased against. It is historically proper and correct to know and to recognize that the original land area of Mexico or Maiku is actually more relative to that which is shown in the graphic representation as and as depicted above, this is universally known by scholars and by other nations of the earth, the Al Moroccan, American Mexicans, and other Asiatics of the West also collided with the extortionists, savage nature, and greed of the Christian Inquisitionist colonizers. Those among the Asiatic people here in North America, uh, Morocco. Northwest of Mexico, they're calling themselves Christians. This is this is uh, what it's about. The Christian acquisitioners are acquisitionists. They use Christianity to uh, enslave non-Europeans across the whole planet Earth. But a lot of you have built great, great big monstrous churches, great big churches, almost the size of cathedrals, church on every corner in the Asiatic neighborhood. There we are killing each other like flies and roaches. A lot of the murders among Asiatics, among other Asiatics, make the police look like Boy Scouts. Am I lying? 
Her mom lied. This is what we should really be marching about. A lot of this Moors, murdering of the Moors, so much at a scale that's unprecedented in the history of this country. But that's due to the fact that us not knowing who we are. Because believe me, I'm not saying that all of it will stop. I'm not saying that all of it will stop. But believe me, if most of us know who we are, had a nationality, had our birthright principles intact, more than half of this mess wouldn't be going on. Because we keep on saying we are black people. We keep on saying we are nothing people. We keep on saying we are fraud. We keep on saying we are fake people. That's what a lot of things keeps happening to us. Why are we the most, most mistreated people on the planet Earth? That's why. Because if we do not, then we fail to recognize ourselves of who we really are. Can't really blame the Europeans for everything. Because a lot of this is our fault. Like they say, we are our own worst enemy. Walk down the Asiatic neighborhood or the Moorish neighborhood in the Union States and North America, you walk down the streets. Mostly, you're looking behind your shoulders or behind your back. Not a fear of Europeans, but a fear of our own Asiatic brothers and sisters. Of doing bodily harm to us or our relatives. This is what we need to march about and protest on that. The distrust among ourselves. You've got Moorish national that are nationalized. You've got sisters and brothers. You've got sisters telling certain brothers that you're not really sheiks or grand sheiks or chiefs. Because we are the women, we are we are we are our first teachers. You all came from our wombs. That's true. That's very true. So therefore, what I'm saying is, where there are no decent Asiatic women, there are no decent Asiatic men. A lot of this crap needs to be cut out. It needs to be needs to stop. A 
like I said before, like I said before, I wish I had a, a key, a punch in. I can punch a lot of people in, but the call ins, but I can't, you know. But uh, I would like for a lot of people to call in next week if if uh, Arlene's giving the show next week or not. I, I don't think he will. But whenever he gives the show, just just call one six two six six two six four one four three five three five six two six four one four four three five three five six two six four one four three five three five call that number or write that number down for uh, the next two weeks uh he may uh he probably be back on the air he 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 can punch you in and ask some of the questions about what I just said to you tonight. Question them. Just don't take my word for it. Question them. And maybe we can straighten some of that out. Maybe we can do some more clarification on it. So you must, when you become nationalized, you also not only belong to a tribal nation, you must understand the language that your tribal nations speak. How are you going to claim to be a nationalized more and you don't know the language? You don't have, you don't know the language of your nation. Not only the history, the culture. The Constitution, which is the Constitution of the United States of America, that is Moorish law, does not belong to the so-called white man. That was already here before any so-called white man put foot on the shores of the Americas. We already had a structured government. It was already here hundreds of thousands among millions of years ago before any European or so-called white man even existed because we were the only ones that were here. On the whole planet Earth, we were the only, our people were the only ones that was here. Even then, we had a structured government, which is what the European is using today called the Constitution of the United States of America. Some of them will say it come from England. Well, I'm here to tell you, England does not have a written Constitution. i say it again. England does not have a written Constitution. They speak of one, but they do not have a written Constitution. They don't have one. So therefore, the Constitution that, 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 that we speak of today is, is by Moors. Europeans knew nothing about that before that, before that time. That's our Constitution that we shared with them as a contract between the United States Corporation and between the American Republic. 
We also have a treaty of peace and friendship, which is, which is the longest treaty in the history of the world, the longest treaty. No other treaty supersedes that. The longest treaty in the world of the peace is the treaty of peace and friendship. Okay. Don't have much time. Uh, like I said before, before you start on your uh, uh, your uh, yeah, we think about doing any UCCs or non-UCCs or authentication of the birth certificate. I advise you to really those that you are not nationalized to get nationalized. And take take your time instead of your nationalization papers, the words on your nationalized papers and what they mean. You want to know this. You must understand nationality and birthright principles. All that goes hand in hand when you apply for your UCC's filings, executive letters and executive letters. And so on. Uh, just like learning, the, learning a child learning his or her ABCs before learning how to read and write. That makes sense, doesn't it? It ought to make sense to everyone what I just said. I say first thing is first. Everybody want to run instead of want to crawl first. You see a baby or infant, they crawl. They don't run. They don't even walk. When they learn, when they advance from crawling, they learn how to walk. Then they learn how to run. It's a process. The same way of getting our people out of this rest condition that we're in. The same thing. And 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 remember this and remember this as well. See, judges and 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 attorneys didn't take their oath on the UCCs. They did on the Constitution, but nevertheless, they are still obligated to uphold the UCCs. Don't forget that also. Okay. Well, this is about all I have for you tonight. I don't tend to insult anyone. I tend to teach. So I say all to you. If you want to know, when I have any questions, call area code nine one zero three six four nine zero nine nine. Nine one zero three six four nine zero nine nine. I'll call three one four six four 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 two five. Three one four six four 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 two five. And I say to you, Mawasama Dukunda. That's the Algonquin 
Language of the Washita meaning peace family. We out.